What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there are some rule changes in the pipeline. So Major League Baseball is going to experiment with some rule changes. They're not going to do it in the big leagues this year, but they're going to experiment with it in the minor leagues. You know, we've seen them do things like this in the past, you know, pitch clocks. We've seen them experiment with robo-umps in the minor leagues and Arizona Fall League, things like that. They're going to continue to do that. They're going to, I mean, just a couple years ago, they experimented with the runner on second base, and then they brought that to the major leagues last year. And, you know, these are these are ideas that they're always having, and they use the minor leagues as a testing ground. So this season, there are going to be some new and altered rules at the various levels, and we're just going to go through that. So, I mean, Major League Baseball released a statement saying, consistent with the preferences of our fans, the rule changes being tested are designed to increase action on the base paths, create more balls in play, improve the pace and length of games, and reduce player injuries. So, well, what are we going to see? What are we going to see? Well, AAA baseball, they're going to see in a larger base, an increase in the size of the base, actually. So, instead of 15 square inches, it's going to move to 18 square inches. Well, that's a pretty minor change on paper. It's pretty deceptively, deceptively small, but... It could actually end up having a pretty notable impact on a game. You know, just just increasing by three square inches, that's going to mean you're going to have shorter distances in between bases. And hopefully that's going to create a modest impact on the success rate of stolen base attempts. And also the frequency with which a batter runner reaches base on ground balls and bunt attempts. Because it is a game of inches. There are a lot of these bang-bang plays that, are now going to tilt towards the favor of the runner because he's just that little bit, you know, that little bit extra closer to the bag now. And then at the same time, larger bases is also going to improve safety because it's going to reduce the chance of collision. It's going to reduce the chance of a collision on the base paths because you have greater surface area there. That's at AAA. So that's what AAA is going to see. At AA, they're going to experiment with a rule that's going to address defensive shifts. So this has been a hot-button topic in baseball for a while. A lot of people think that shifts have been, you know, killing baseball offensively. You know, we talk a lot about the three three true outcomes with players nowadays either hitting a home run, walking or striking out. You don't see much of the in-between. That small ball is gone. And... A lot of that is due to the shift. You have a big pull hitter. I'm trying to think. Who's a big pull hitter on the left side that comes to mind right now? Kind of drawing a blank here. But obviously, someone that would always used to come to mind was David Ortiz. I watched a lot of David Ortiz. And 15 years ago, when they weren't really shifting much on him, you know, he would hit a hard ball through the right side or, you know, up the middle for a single. Now you have your third baseman playing behind second base, your second baseman playing in shallow right field. You know, that whole right side of the infield is, or the right side of the field is covered with defenders. And if he wants to get hit on the side of the field, he has to hit it over their heads. Obviously, it's going to decrease 
the amount of is going to decrease BABIP, batting average on balls in play. So by implementing this new experiment here for AA baseball, they're saying the defensive team must have a minimum of four players on the infield, each of whom must have both feet completely in front of the outer boundary of the infield dirt. While shifting has always been part of baseball, I mean, obviously that's going to change things. If you need to have both your feet in front of the dirt, that means no more no more infielders playing in outfield grass. That's what it means. And, I mean, we've seen some crazy shifts in the past few years. We've even seen four outfielders. You've seen five outfield outfielders in the shift. You've seen crazy stuff like that. I mean, obviously those kind of defensive alignments are going to kill offense. So that's the initial rule is just all infielders, four players on the infield, dirt. That's the initial rule. And then they also hinted that there will be further limitations to shifts in the second half of the AA season. And then they're saying, depending on the preliminary results of this experimental rule change, MLB may require two infielders to be positioned entirely on each side of second base. These restrictions on defensive positioning are intended to increase the batting average on balls in play, of course. So depending on how the first half of the season goes, then they might even take it a step further and say, okay, you can only have two infielders on the left side of second base, two infielders on the right side of second base, no more moving your shortstop over to, to the other side. That's going to completely kill the shift entirely. I mean, you can't shift once that rule is in place. But we'll see. I mean, increasing BABIP, that's obviously a way to inject life into a game. Increase, I mean, people don't like to hear this, but it's going to increase, you know, audience retention. It's going to increase viewership. You know, fans, if you want to captivate young fans who don't have a great attention span, you need more offense. That's just, I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about that a lot on the show, but that's just the way it is. So we've talked about AAA and AA. So AAA is going to be larger bases. AA is going to be removing the shift. Single A, they're, ma- they're mainly going to be looking at step-off and pick-off moves. So in high A ball, pitchers are required to disengage the rubber prior to throwing to any base with the penalty of a balk in the event the pitcher fails to comply. So they actually instituted this rule in the Atlantic League in 2019. And with this altered rule, with this rule change, there was a you know increase, a resulting increase in stolen base attempts and an improved success rate. So basically, what does this mean? Pitchers are required to disengage the rubber to throwing to any base. So, you know, your pickoff move, you can't, I mean, that means you can't just like, you know, let's say you're a lefty, you can't just pick up your leg and then step over down to first base. You have to disengage the rubber like a righty would. So obviously that's making it a lot easier for the runners. So that's at high A. At low A, these rules are going to be even more significantly changed. If there is one or more runner on base, pitchers can only throw a maximum of two pickoffs or make two step-offs per plate appearance. The pitcher can attempt a third pickoff or step-off, but the play must result in the base runner being retired. If the runner gets back to his original base on this third pitcher try, the play is called a balk and the runner advances anyway. That is very interesting. That is very interesting. So we're putting a cap on the number of pickoff moves. You get two two tries if you don't pick them off. On the third try, if you don't pick them off, that's an automatic balk. That's 
<laughs> that's interesting. I like that. I like that. I mean, I think that is, I mean, that's a wrinkle. I mean, it's obviously a very drastic change, but we'll never get to know how these things play out if we don't try them. And this is, this is exactly what needs to happen. We have to try them and see how they work. We might do them and we find out people hate the rule. And then, you know, we, we go back to the drawing board, we throw it away. But if we never implement them, at least in the minor leagues, we'll never find out how feasible it is to bring it up to the big leagues. So that's that's interesting. That's interesting. You get two free pickoffs per play appearances or two free step-offs per play appearance. And the third one, either you have to get them out or it's a bot. And in low A, they're going to have on-field timers to enforce time limits in between delivery of pitches, inning breaks, and pitching changes. And that's in low A West. In low A Southeast, they're going to have automatic strike zones. So the automatic ball strike system is going to be used to assist home plate umpires with calling balls and strikes, ensure a consistent strike zone is called, and determine the optimal strike zone for the system. So those rule changes pretty much hit everything. We're going to see all sorts of new rules throughout the minor leagues this year, and I'm all for it. I'm here for that because we get to play a season, and then at the end of the season, we get to see what worked, what didn't work, what could we possibly bring to the major leagues. I mean, don't be so resistant to change. Change is not a bad thing. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about that. What do you guys think about these new rules? What are your opinions? Which one are you excited to see the most? In my opinion, the one I'm excited to see the most is the pickoff rule. Two pickoffs per plate appearances, that's that's a that's a new cat and mouse game now you have with your runner. I mean, that's going this is definitely going to bring the stolen base back. You know, we're seeing very few stolen bases in the major leagues compared to what we did in the past. If there was this kind of rule, you will definitely see a lot of guys running. I mean, it's going to be a track meet out there, that's for sure. I'm excited. What do you guys think? Let me know. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.